If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Second hour of Clay and Buck starts right now. And uh, something I want to talk to you about for a moment here on the crime front. Now, Clay and I have both been residents of D.C. Clay as an undergrad at GW, which I believe for many years was the single most expensive university in the United States. Had they gave me a scholarship. I think it still is the most expensive school in America, it, it, but yes. Something, it's crazy expensive. It's like more expensive than any other it's school. It's like but, 70K a year, I think. Yeah. Room and board. But uh, I was there as a uh, CIA officer, not not making 70K a year, <laughs> paying a tuition. Uh, but I was living there working as a CIA analyst. So we both have time on the ground in D.C., years in the ground in D.C. And one thing I remember, because I had moved down from New York during the, uh, the well, first the Giuliani, then the Bloomberg years, was people would say to me, well, how is New York in comparison to D.C.? And I'd say, D.C. is much more dangerous, which was true. D.C. was a much more dangerous city uh, by the numbers. And in the early 90s, during the crack uh, during the crack epidemic, it was among the most dangerous cities for homicide uh, per capita in the country. Some years, I think they even would argue that for a city of its size, over maybe 250,000 or 500,000, it was actually number one. Well, the Washington Post has, uh, has a piece out from this week. Um, a shake in Washington copes with surging violence. And the quote is, this is not normal. And I would actually argue with that quote. It has become normal in D.C., unfortunately. Um, and it, let, let's take a moment to see what's going on here, the situation as it unfolds. There's a guy, Clay, that they quote, who's 53 years old, who avoids going to the gas station at night because he's afraid of being robbed in his own neighborhood. 
He's actually somebody who was arrested in the 90s for selling crack, but now works with young people to, to prevent them from going into a life of crime. Here's what he says about D.C. Comparing it to the 90s, Ronald Moton. It's worse in some ways, like a wicked spirit is out there. You used to not have to worry about crime unless you were associated with the streets with drug dealing. Now you could just be going down the street, going to the car, and you can be killed. And he says, they go through all of these stories, including Clay in the most um, affluent, high-income areas of D.C., where random extreme violence breaks out in the middle of the day, carjackings in broad daylight, uh, people being shot and killed in, those of you who know D.C. know these names, you know, in Adams Morgan, in DuPont Circle, in places where there are multi-million dollar row homes stacked up against each other, and people are being shot and killed in broad daylight, and this is something that is happening with frequency. I think homicides, I actually pulled the stats here, homicides are up, um, let me see, uh, 29%, there we go, and 67% spike in robberies year over year, Clay. A 70% increase in robberies over last year, which was a really bad year for robberies in D.C. Stuff's being stolen all over the place. You know what else is interesting in this analysis? D.C. is at a 50-year low in what? Police staffing. This is the Democrat Party totally in charge and once again destroying a place, and it's our nation's capital. And remember, Republicans had to get involved because they passed, the D.C. City Council did, a bill that would have actually lessened the punishments that are being levied against violent criminals, including and, carjackers. That's right. And uh, and the and the House of uh, the the Republicans in the House. Remember, for people out there who don't know, there is basically, and I think this is still accurate, Buck, an oversight committee because Washington D.C. does not have, for instance, a governor. Uh, they have a uh, a one non-voting, I think, member of uh, Congress. Uh, who is allowed to represent them there. But otherwise, the Congress has authority over the District of Columbia as the nation's capital. And this is why, for those of you, you who have spent any time there, for a while, I don't know if it's still the case, but they had taxation without representation on the D.C. license plates uh, because they were all, have been arguing for years, we deserve to be the 51st state, we deserve senators, all these different things. Okay, so what's going on here? What is... Happening is this argument, and we did we mention this on the air yesterday? I think we teased it. It's not just D.C. Portland. Buck, Portland is, we have a monster audience listening to us right now in Portland. Portland just had to shut down the flagship Nike store in Portland that has been open since 1984 because theft and looting has become so prevalent that they can no longer keep that store open. 40 years nearly. That store is open. They just had to shut it down. Those are different sides of the country. But Portland is among the bluest of blue places. D.C. is maybe the bluest place in the whole country, right up there with certain parts of San Francisco, which is also falling apart. They had Trump for a long time, Buck, to use as the great Satan the evil threat, the noxious cloud that was spreading across the country. Without Trump in office, what you're seeing is Democrats left without opposition destroy 
everything. And they destroy everything in places that otherwise have thrived historically when they had actually some opposition government in place. On law and order, Republicans are the adults in the room. Okay. It's just, just reality. And every major Democrat idea on crime is either, uh, counterproductive, incorrect, or d- flatly destructive. I mean, basically every idea that they have does not work and makes things worse. And, and the ramifications of what we've seen, um, for police and law enforcement, look, this is still, this is a problem in New York City too. It's not the same scale, um, in terms of the increases in homicides and things like that. And, you know, now they play games, right? They'll say, well, you know, New York crime is actually down. Well, it's down from last year. Um, and it was basically the same the year before that, but in that year, it like doubled. I mean, you know, it, it, it yeah, expanded skyrocketed massively, since skyrocketed, right? So, you know, they're playing numbers games here to try to make it seem like it's not as bad as it is. Here is the fundamental challenge that you have. In some places, the Democrats found it politically advantageous, politically convenient to say that cops are the bad guys, to say that dangerous and economically depressed and uh, neighborhoods where there's far too many broken families. It's not, it's nothing to look at, nothing to talk about there. The problem are cops. The problem is the law enforcement apparatus, right? That's the real challenge. And that had, first of all, it's a lie. Um, and healthy communities across the country have very good relationships. I just mean this in general, like any, you go to any low crime area of the country. And they have a good relationship with law enforcement. Isn't that interesting? Right? They're, they're happy to see, uh, they're happy to see cops. You know, I remember I, I worked with a guy who wrote, uh, um, Blue Blood for the NYPD, which wasn't actually what they used for the show, but then there was a lawsuit. But anyway, he wrote a best-selling book called Blue Blood. And there's a scene where he talks about how when he was early on starting his career in patrol, cause you know, back in the day, there was, there were tensions in some of the communities. He was in a high crime community. But he said that he would see people walking. He's just a patrolman. He would see people walking in the subway, and he could see that the people walking to the subway to get to their jobs felt a little better seeing him. Yeah. They relaxed a little bit. They were happy to see him. And the the insight that he had in the book was, I showed up every day for those people. The people that, you know, were being arrested for the 50th time and were screaming, you know, oh, police violence and all this stuff, I'm not really showing up. Because they want me to. They don't want me to show up. I'm showing up for the other 99% of that community that doesn't want any kids getting shot today, that doesn't want any old ladies getting beaten with, you know, hammers and robbed today. And somehow we, well, not somehow, we know how. We lost that, and Democrats have paid no political price for that. We lost it because of what they did, because of this really, this kind of religious cult experience of BLM 2.0, and the, the, the martyrdom of George Floyd, all of this together. And now we see the results and now we see the end product and it's an abject disgrace. Yeah. And DC is one of the most clear examples of this. Staffing for police are down 50% and people are afraid to walk their dogs on their block in this, in the supposedly nice neighborhoods. And here's what you're going to see, Buck, as you get ready for 2024. They're going to say, well, yeah, there was an increase in crime. They're going to argue and say it was brought on by COVID disruptions. Really, again, the data reflects that crime was actually down a lot until the George Floyd incident. 
But they're going to say it's stabilized. It's not getting worse. This is why it's very important because it's the same argument they're going to make for inflation, which is up 3.7% according to the most recent uh, numbers. It's up off of historic skyrocketing numbers. And if it's down, it's down a little bit relative to the historic skyrocketing numbers. We saw a 50-year record high increase in the amount of murders. We haven't seen that dial back down. We haven't seen a 50-year decline in murders. So you set a new barometer. Barometer. Let's say that there is normally 20 murders. I think, for instance, Portland was a good example of this. I think Portland, because I wrote about it in my book, Portland went from basically 20 years of around 20 murders a year to suddenly jumping to the neighborhood of 80. Okay, If Portland then comes back down to 75, they say, oh, Portland murders have declined by whatever the percentage decline is from 80-some-odd to 75, let's say. And so this is not that big of a deal anymore. Crime is back under control. No, it's not. It's still quadruple the murder rate that it was before everything came undone associated with George Floyd. And the same thing is true with inflation. Because people don't look at inflation in the context of what has it done in the last month. They look at it in the context of how does it compare to last year? And compared to last year, everything that you buy is up 15 or 20 percent. And so the idea that the Biden administration selling of, well, inflation's only running at 3.7 percent now, which is the number that came out today. One, that's an increase over last month, but that's 3.7 percent on top of the double-digit inflation that we have seen over the last year. That number is not getting brought back down, in other words, right? It's embedded now forever. And so when you say, oh, well, the murder rate's fallen from 85 to 75, we're getting better. No, no, no. You have to look at it before for the 20-year history where it went from 20 to 75 to 80, for instance, in Portland, The fact that the murder rate comes back a little bit isn't making things better. It's actually just establishing a new barometer of what the normal murder rate is. And there's also, and this is why I thought this article was so interesting, there's a difference in what it actually feels like in some of these cities. Uh, You know, you can have, and for example, in New York City, a vast majority of the uh, violent crime happens in a handful of police precincts and are overwhelmingly in the central and east part of Brooklyn and the South Bronx. In terms of shootings, that's where that's where you're, you're you know that's like 70%, 75% of where you're going to get shootings year in and year out are in those areas. Now that's terrible for those areas, but you can focus on greater police resources, doing more, you know, um more more cops on the corner, etc. What you have in, in the cities now, because the police levels are so low, is the crime is just all over the place. Yeah. It's not even localized, which makes it harder to address as a law enforcement issue. And it also means that everyone has this anxiety of it's not like there are safe neighborhoods and, and unsafe neighborhoods. There's just a lot of insecurity and, and lack of safety around around the whole city. This has been the case in D.C. for a long time, to be clear, but it's gotten so much worse. And, you know, I, I just I looked this up. I mean, you have because they had a whole, oh, we have too much mass incarceration. And any given day, the D.C. jail system has about uh, thirteen hundred men in it. 
1,300. The, the number of women is negligible, right? It's a few dozen. 1,300 men in the D.C. prison system. If you had 700 more, four or 500 more, something like that, you could bring violent crime in the city down 70 or 80 percent just by the numbers because the violent criminals are committing many violent crimes and they're doing it over and over again, but they're unwilling to take these individuals off the streets, Clay. That's, that's really, and now they, it's not even clear they can. Like they can't find them and they can't stop them. And also remember, simultaneous to not prosecuting violent criminals in DC, which is leading to a skyrocketing crime rate, they're putting people who stood on the steps outside of the Capitol in prison for months. Uh, yes. based on being at January 6th. They're throwing the book at everybody associated with January 6th, but if you actually carjack or you steal or you commit a violent crime, they're not actually throwing the book at you at all. They're lowering yeah. those felonies it, to misdemeanors. In the Democrat world, when it comes to political crimes or wrong think or wrong speak, they want, you know, Stalinist secret police tactics. But when it comes to stopping old ladies from being bashed with hammers... Hold on a second. Social justice means we don't want to be too harsh here on the on the hammer wielder. You know, we don't we don't want that to happen. We are going to be in D.C. next month. So that's right. We'll we'll be seeing some folks. And uh, we do appreciate that we get a chance to um, talk to people who are in the D.C. area on our new affiliate, 104.7 Freedom. So we're going to spread the truth in that city, which is 93 percent Democrat. And we appreciate the people who are behind Democrat lines. there listening to us day in and day out. For all the smash-and-grab burglaries, all the crimes committed right in front of us, there's many more crimes being committed online with no one around to witness them. These crimes happen every day, and your personal data extremely vulnerable. That's why we recommend LifeLock. Think of it as a security system for your online identity, just like you'd have a security system on your house alerting you to potential threats. important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. When you become a member of LifeLock, their systems work 24-7 monitoring billions of online transactions each week. If and when they see something suspicious, they're immediately in touch with you. If you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all online uh, identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help. Join now. Save 25% off your first year with my name, Clay, as the promo code 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com. Use my name, Clay, for 25% off. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton, making sense in an insane world. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, govx.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off-duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? 
You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with me and Buck. A VIP email from Kathy. Kennedy as a Trump vice president idea is the worst I have heard. That means Republicans don't stand for anything. Would you stop pushing that garbage idea? I can't stand Trump and he will cost us the election. I love this email from Kathy Buck because it goes in so many different directions. I swear, Kathy is not an alias email. It's not an alias email for me. Kathy uh, is furious at me for floating the idea of Kennedy as a VP for Trump, and Trump's going to lose the election anyway. So Kathy is uh, Kathy is firing in every direction. I appreciate the fact that she is fired up. I wanted to make sure that I shared that. By the way, you can react. We're going to have who? Alex Berenson, third hour, right? Talking shots, six months and up, they want you, the CDC. Remember, they always suggest, and then eventually they just kind of try to jam the needle in your arm, whether you want it or not. We'll talk to Alex Berenson, you know, his substack, the guy who got more right about COVID than pretty much anybody else out there. Talk to him. Three o'clock. No doubt. I'm two friends o'clock. At, Pure, oh. at two o'clock. Yeah, in 30 minutes. Our friends at Pure Talk did something very smart in the last month. They upgraded service plans for everybody, existing and new, without increasing monthly costs. That happens almost nowhere. They added data to every plan and a mobile hotspot. Again, no price increase. Price the plan, the same as been for years. 20 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and now 50% more 5G data plus a mobile hotspot. 20 bucks a month. 
Pure Talk, veteran-owned. You can switch today and save $1,000 a year or more. My own 15-year-old has a Pure Talk phone. We rely on it to keep him in touch with us. You can get one of your own by dialing pound 250, saying Clay and Buck to make the switch to Pure Talk today. Again, an additional 50% off Clay and Buck, pound 250, Pure Talk today. You know, we told you about this uh, gun temporary gun ban in Albuquerque yesterday. Um, Albuquerque is a city I'd like to get to. Never been, actually. You ever been to Albuquerque? Nice place. Yeah, my uh, college roommate is a uh, doctor in Albuquerque. Oh, nice. I, I hear good things. New Mexico was having a moment a few years ago as people were just saying, oh, it's, you know, quality of life and the cities and everything is great. Um, but let's look in the politics uh, of the situation right now. The governor, Lujan Grisham, decided that we were just talking before about D.C. DC violence and crime. The fixation that Democrats have, we, we actually should always bring this in the conversation. They still think it's a function of the guns. Too many people are breaking the windows of cars and stealing stuff. Get the guns off the streets. Too many hardened criminals who have been arrested 50 times and have 20 illegal firearms at home because it's not hard for them to get them and they don't care what the laws are. Get the guns off the streets. Like th- this is just, they are, there's like a monomaniacal focus on this. So just get the guns, get the guns. Well, Luhan, and as I was, it's get the criminals off the streets, actually. Enforce the law. People that break, that break the law, that hurt people, that prey on their fellow human beings need to be punished and need to be taken out of society for a period of time. A long period of time. Um, but the governor thinks that if she just tells lawful gun owners you can't conceal or open carry, that's going to make, for 30 days, under a health order, that's going to make people safer. Here is Clay. This was kind of a shock. Over at CNN, one of the anchors at CNN tried to ask the very obvious question of the governor. Um, where exactly is in, in, to be clear, everyone in state or federal constitution, right? Or like the, yeah. the, the, the big C constitution, like the constitution or the New Mexico constitution. Where do you have the right to just change the law like this? Here's how that exchange went. Place. Do you think you're on solid constitutional ground here? Well, um, we're going to see. I mean, look, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think I had the right. I have the but right. Where is the right? Where is the in right? In the state of New Mexico. Public health, it's a suspension. It's not a ban. The New Mexico Constitution, I looked last night, Article 2, Section 6, says this, quote, No law shall abridge the right of citizens to keep and bear arms for security and defense. No municipality or county shall regulate in any way any incident of the right to keep and bear arms. Are you not in violation of both the U.S. Constitution and your state's Constitution? I don't believe that we are. Clay, this woman is a governor. She is a lawyer. And, you know, congrats that CNN's Poppy Harlow. That's I, you phenomenal know, I, questioning. I mean, that is what, that's what actual journalists should do. Right. Look up the New Mexico Constitution. I'm sure she didn't look it up herself, but whoever on her staff is doing the research, more power to them. She is, meaning the governor blatantly viol if words have meaning the governor of new mexico is violating the second amendment rights of the people of albuquerque and violating the state constitutional rights of the people of albuquerque all at once could not be more clear and you notice her her justification for this and then it goes a little further here she's asked 
Well, what if a Republican governor decided, you know what, health emergency, no abortions in my state. Forget what the legislature says. Forget what the state constitution says. Even if the state constitution says abortion is legal, I'm just going to say no, because I'm the governor. Play seven. Are you overreaching? Let me give you a hypothetical, right? You're a Democratic governor who's doing this. What if a Republican governor of a state declares a health emergency? and unilaterally uh, outlaws abortion in that state, where the legislature has not done so by statute. Following your logic, would that also be sound? In this situation, honestly, I don't think so. What what law school did this governor graduate from? We need to look up where she went to law school. But that's another fabulous question. I want to give credit to Poppy Harlow. Uh, I mean, that is what an actual journalist should do when they have a newsmaker on, right? You are the governor of New Mexico. You have enacted a, or attempting to enact a, uh, a, a law, uh, even though you isn't passed by your legislature, but you're attempting to basically suspend the right of, um, of, you know, gun ownership. Here's the problem. And that's a great hypothetical on abortion, flipping the script because, you know, a Democrat governor would never allow that to happen. But here's the big story here that CNN seems to be tiptoeing up to, we allowed for months, if not years, basic constitutional rights to be abridged over COVID. And they used the COVID emergency as a rationale to do so. You know, Poppy Harlow could easily be asked, these are great questions, and credit to you for asking them now as it pertains to gun rights in New Mexico. Where were you for two years when many people all over this country had their rights abridged and the citation was, we've got a public health emergency because of COVID, therefore there is no existing law that can't be overturned. I mean, people in California, to my knowledge, Buck, unless I'm wrong, still haven't been apologized to for not being able to go to church. Their kids not being able to go to school. While cannabis dispensaries, weed stores stayed open. Right. The weed stores stayed open, the churches did not. If you're looking for an epitaph of the failures of Democrat Fauciite rule in 2020, that's a pretty good one. I'll give you a fun, uh, fun. I, I still like shopping here. My neighborhood, we have an ice cream shop. It never shut down for COVID. Never took a day off. Uh, because a lot of people didn't think about this, but you know that like cupcake stores and ice cream shops were all considered to be essential businesses because they served food. Yeah. So in many parts of the country, those establishments were never forced to shut down. To your point, like if a cannabis dispensary is open, but you're in California and many people out there had their job shut down, uh, I think we had the great question. Again, it's like the media suddenly waking up. We had Meet the Press ask Gavin Newsom, wait a minute, you shut down so many churches, but you allowed Hollywood studios mm-hmm. to be back making movies. How do you rec- how do you reconcile? Do you remember that story? I bet the you restaurant, the, the restaurant, restaurant next. Yeah, yes. our brains went to the same place. There was a restaurant that had outdoor dining that was compliant. That was told because all the the outdoor dining was that we even forget this. California shut down outdoor yes. dining. Anyone who's wondering, they were able to prove zero cases of outdoor COVID transmission. There's there's actually no basis to believe that outdoor transmission is even a thing that happens, really. I mean, maybe if someone like sneezes directly into your eyeball. Yeah. But they shut down outdoor dining 
in, in that restaurant, that woman who got very angry, rightfully so, about it. L.A. area. And, and, and in the L.A. area, and right next to her restaurant was a massive, tented, catered eating <laughs> section for a Hollywood production that was going on, which was totally fine. And she's just they, sitting here like, so I go bankrupt, but they get to do this. Why? Politics. They, how? for people out there who forgot about this, it was a perfect distillation of how broken so many of our COVID rules were. This woman, and, and my recollection, Buck, is that she had spent substantial amounts of money to try to create as much outdoor seating as she could to try to comply with the draconian policies put in place by L.A. County. They shut down her restaurant, even though there was a lot of outdoor uh, outdoor seating. The parking lot was tented over literally next door to her restaurant, and they had a full catered meal for the movie that was shooting where you could basically reach out and touch it from her shuttered-down restaurant. This was Angela Marsden, owner of the Pineapple Hill Saloon. This is December 2020. Pineapple Hill Saloon and Grill in Sherman Oaks, a neighborhood Clay and I know well. Um, and, yeah, she wasn't even sure she'd be able to reopen the business at all after this. She took out a loan and spent $80,000 to build outdoor dining. And then just in a, in a, in a fit of whimsy, your buddy, Gavin Newsom said, sorry, outdoor dining, too dangerous too. I think he then went to French laundry right after this, dude, just to be clear. I think this is right around the French laundry fiasco. I, I which, think that's true. I do think it would have been an LA county rule as opposed to a state law, right? I think it was LA county, they, that awful Barbara, whatever her name was, who was like the Barbara Ferrer. Is that oh, her name? Who was who the was, health, who was the health yeah. czar? And everyone's like, this is the health czar. Yeah. 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 She did not look very healthy. She shut, I, I feel like LA county, cause Orange county had different rules just south. So I feel like the L.A. County rules were very arbitrary. But regardless, the the rule that was in place at that point in time was you could not eat outdoors at this woman's restaurant, but Gavin Newsom was allowing the filming to take place, and L.A. County was as well. So they had a huge catered under-a-tent dinner next door to her that was perfectly permissible. I don't know how more people don't recognize that this was a trial run of totalitarianism in America. I really don't. I don't understand. Zero. And here's I, the thing, Buck. No Zero consequences. consequences. We talked about this last week. Montgomery County, which is the county just north of uh, Washington, D.C., the fact that they were requiring kindergartners to wear masks. Another school in Montgomery County is now requiring first graders to wear masks over COVID. These are N95 masks. This is not going away because the consequences here have still not occurred. Nobody was held accountable for getting everything wrong with COVID from the Democrat side. No one. Not one, uh, not one politician lost his or her job over getting COVID wrong. Andrew Cuomo lost his job, but because he was grabbing ladies in pots they didn't want grabbed. That's what happened. Remember? Not because oh, yeah. of the grandparents getting sent back into the nursing homes with covid and all that and then lying about it and covering it up it was because he was like come here i need a smooch yeah that's right Cuomo. Yeah, people didn't care it. at all about the thousands of people dead because of his policies on nursing homes they cared about him you know like touching a woman on the on the thigh when she didn't want to go i think it was a stomach stomach like it was yeah. uh, even even the stomach honestly yeah stupid argument i mean honestly just just on the sexual harassment stuff andrew cuomo should have i mean uh Never lost his job. I mean, that's crazy.
And yet here we are. There's a new book out this summer, one that offers a unique point of view on how to invest your money in areas that Wall Street and other conventional investment advisors don't pursue. It's written by our friend Dutch Mendenhall, and it's called Money Shackles. By day, Dutch is the co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified and is currently the president of the Alternative Investment Association. What are these money shackles he writes about? Well, the shackles represent the financial hamstrings that Americans have fought with, like debt that comes from going to college or purchasing a car. Dutch believes looking at debt negatively is the wrong approach. In his book, he'll give you his strategies to use debt to your advantage and tap into lucrative alternative investment vehicles to redefine your American dream. Dutch is on a mission to be at the forefront of the greatest financial change in American history and look beyond Wall Street and see the future of alternative investments. Get ready for the redefined American dream with money shackles. Learn more at therad.com. That's T-H-E-R-A-D.com. Break free from your money shackles. Visit therad.com. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Stay current with what Clay and Buck are saying on TV. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. 
HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We have got some breaking news from the state of Utah. Mitt Romney has announced that he will not be running for Senate re-election. He will serve out his term and leave the Senate in January of 2025. We have a ton of of you listening in the state of Utah right now. And Buck, this is going to set off a massive race in Utah in the primary to see who will be the Senate standard bearer in Utah. And I will just say this about Mitt Romney. Remember, he didn't endorse Senator Mike Lee in that race two years ago instead said he was friends with both of the people running. And I know there are still a lot of people in Utah angered by that decision from Mitt Romney. And this effectively will be the end of Mitt Romney's political career then. So from standard bearer for the Republican Party in 2012 to a position where I think many people, you tell me if I'm if I'm wrong here, Buck, I think a lot of people out there listening right now are excited and thankful that Mitt Romney is not going to continue to run. Now, he said in his statement that he just posted on social media that one reason he's going to decide not to run is because he would be in his mid-80s at the time that his tenure would run out. I guess that would be, what, 2030 if he won re-election in 2024. And he said it's time for a new generation of leader to step forward. can at least agree with him there because... There are far too many elderly people serving, I think, in elective office in this country. But what's your reaction? I mean, you were excited, I would imagine, or at least willing to in 2012, you know, help to try to get Mitt Romney. I hate to, I mean, you got to look at that, a little shot in the ribs when I'm not looking. Oh, you were excited to vote for Romney back in 2012. Um, I Clay, There's a I lot of people say, listening to us who voted for Mitt Romney that are excited that he's not running now well, for no, re-election. No, I know. I know that now. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, the Mitt Romney vote in 2012, we all get a mulligan or we get an excuse on that one, was the best option we had at the time. Okay? that We, we, went, to, we went to war with the army we had, as I like to say. We went with Mitt, and Mitt got annihilated, and that is what happened. Um, but what do I think now about... Uh, yeah, I think it, it is something that you're going to see more of because people are recognizing, look, I, I, I don't like saying this out loud, but we're all thinking this. We all know it's a reality. I won't, certainly won't name a politician. I hope that all of them you know, have many good years ahead of them and time with family, etc. cetera. Uh, unlike the leftist communists, we are not savages. We do not want people's lives ruined. We, don't, we do not want their health ruined. Um, but someone's going to have a stroke on camera and like 
it's going to really shake the, the country. You know what I mean? Someone at this rate, you're going to see something happen. I mean, I, people say, oh, we've already seen it. No, no, no. I don't mean the Mitch McConnell thing. I mean, you're going to see the equivalent of like a, a major politician having a, a serious medical event. that, And then everyone's going to say, oh, we all saw this coming for months, of course. I mean, look at the way this person deteriorated. So um, it is a conversation that needs to happen. And look, we are the voters. So it's also on us at some level. People keep saying term limits. So I'm like, yeah, okay, term limits. How about don't vote for people who are too old? Yeah. And this, I keep saying this. And I know this is not a popular thing in some quarters to say Trump's age is going to take some of the sting out of the fact that Biden is far, far too old in terms. And I know age as a number versus age as a reality of the physical condition or different things. But because Trump is only a few years behind him, it's not. If you had a politician, Clay, who was 60, who was running against Biden, I don't think they'd be able to do it. I don't. I, I think the age thing would be too much for people. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. I think if if Republicans were looking like they were going to nominate somebody in their forties or fifties, I think that Joe Biden would be forced out yeah. by Democrats. And I know apparently we're not doing that. We're going with Trump. I'm not, but that's why I'm very confident the age thing is not going to be enough to beat to beat Biden, and he'll still be in the mix because he's only four years older than Trump. Yeah. Trump is far more cognitively aware. His brain actually works. Or is it and six I think, years? I don't know. How many, how many years is it? Do you know? Is it yeah, four, four I think it's four years. Four, I think yeah. Trump is 77 and Biden is 81 right now, yep, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, and so, yeah, four-year difference. There's much more than that in terms of the actual mental capacity and focus. Trump obviously is light years better than, than Biden. But in terms of the optics, a lot of people will see two older people on the debate stage in the event that we ever have a debate stage. And if you had Vivek Ramaswamy or Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis on the stage against Trump, against Biden, I think it would be different. If you've got a military first responder, emergency medical or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.